0: Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Mental Health Hour, the podcast. My name's Kat. I'm Kayla. And this is Mental Health Hour. How cheesy was that, lads? It was very bad, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much to everyone for their lovely feedback throughout the week. Um, we can't, we're actually overwhelmed, to be honest with you. Um, we're unsure our sense of humour would, um, I suppose, be everyone's forte. Yeah. But look, we're glad you enjoyed it. I really don't know why people enjoyed it. It's a bit weird to think about, isn't it? I don't know. And to make it worse, people are subscribing. So, yeah. It says more about you than it does us, It really does. Yeah, <laughs> it really does.
1: Um, I'm just going to go through quickly um, some of the feedback that tweeters said. So, Sean Lyons, he's always on Mental Health Hour. He tweeted and said, love this. Well done to the both Hashtag love a candle. Hashtag don't put the tree up in October. Hashtag slow down, Kayla. You're flying it. Sorry. You feeling all right? I am. But you see, I'm... I'm conscious that because I'm getting a head cold, my voice is going really uh, after a few minutes, and I don't want the whole end of the podcast to be like that. Fair enough. Do you get me? Um, Mental Health News says, can't wait to have a listen. Um, who else? Buddy Bench. Event. Well done. You're going from strength to
0: strength. Yay. That's such a nice thing to say. Yeah, they're um, fantastic. We had them on the actual Twitter going quite some time back. Yeah. They're very popular. Yeah.
1: They are, and they're really nice as well. Um, green Room counselling, Anika Sparling, absolutely love it. Well done, you too, Laffy Face. Um, Doctor Malley Coyne, this is just fantastic. Love, love, love it. Onwards and upwards. Um, Boo Bakes, just amazing, and as well Nicola Wall, who was on the documentary that we were talking about the last time, the schizophrenia documentary on RTE. She tweeted and said, "Lads,
0: you're absolutely gas." Laffy Face, Laffy Face. I'm not going to lie, I nearly went to the toilet in my pants with excitement. I really did like you know when you see her on tv and then she like tweets you and yes. you're thinking <gasps> see people are going to
1: think that next week about you like when you're on tv and i know i'm blowing your trumpet now and i'm always giving out to you for doing it but people are going to be like oh my god that's your one there I was just chatting to her it's gas isn't it yeah was tv they probably edit the whole day down to 30 seconds like, yeah i know but it's still 30 seconds that i didn't get on tv like this beautiful face
0: let <laughs> <laughs> me know that far. <laughs> lads we've loads lined up for today to chat about um a lot are articles we took from sunday night's twitter hour. Uh, but the main theme that we're going to go with tonight is the great outdoors and something we're both huge fans of as well um and i know a lot of our followers would be um i suppose that I, I don't know there's lots of different ways to look at it some people call it forest bathing other people call it ecotherapy um there's so many different names on you're looking at me kind of funny now you know it's just because i've never actually heard the phrase forest bathing is it yeah I think it's in China or India it's okay. a huge thing it's where you go out there and you literally bathe yourself in nature No, okay, you put your clothes on don't get me wrong but like the whole essence is that you ground yourself you're taking in the energy stop smiling at me yeah. no I'm I'm agreeing with you it's just I'm, I'm more smiling at myself I'm laughing at my
1: own lack of kind of intelligence there because when you first said it because we were talking about it yesterday you'd mentioned it and I was kind of thinking forest bathing like what is that you go out and you chilling a bunch of leaves or whatever I didn't actually know so it is just a great
0: outdoors kind of a thing it's spending time outdoors completely okay and if anybody out there is like a guru of forest bathing can you pop us an email or get in touch with us because we'd love to have you on to talk a little bit about that Mm -hmm. um and I'm just going to put a bee in your bonnet now as well right because the Guardian had an article out today Saying that there's a small number of GPs actually prescribing nature to people in in the UK, okay. you're laughing, but I know at my worst, I used to head to the local shore and I used to sit there, and my God, after a while your mind would be racing for a little while, but then you start slowing down and you kind of become synchronized with nature, you know, mm-hmm. and then a bird will fly over your head and give you an absolute heart attack, yeah, but that'll tell you like you're in a really mindful state, and then. I don't know, it's just so beautiful you know the things you see the, the noises you hear
1: yeah i'm not laughing at you when you said that the reason i'm laughing is because what you just said gps are prescribing it mm-hmm. i mean why do you prescribe nature you're making it into a kind of a thing like like nature it's you can advise someone you know spend some time in nature it's really going to benefit you mentally physically everything and that's cool but to say they're prescribing it Like what, you're gonna have to show up at the local forest park and show out your medical card or your health insurance, like that's a bit weird.
0: It's not, it's what should be happening in my opinion. Really? Yeah, I really do think it. Yeah. Like I mean, it's not that they're writing out a prescription for you to like put at the base of a tree, right? What they're doing is basically a number of GPs, right? So I'm a GP now, which to be fair, I'd be pitying any of my patients, (laughs) but um so I'm a GP and I'd say, Look, okay, Granted, we need to look at a few different approaches to helping you. But you know, are you getting out? Are you, you know, have you been spending time out in the garden? Are you able to? And gradually, as you start putting your hands into that soil, do you know, you'll do me a favor next week. Okay. Will you purposely go out, right? Yeah. Spend one hour in nature now, greenery. Yes. And come back on next week's podcast and tell us what it's been like. Absolutely, I I love doing
1: that. I'm not I'm not at all. To that, or I'm not saying oh that's definitely not going to work. I'm saying it definitely probably will work. What I what my issue is, is that GPs are prescribing it. Yeah, okay, maybe the wording is a yeah, little. Yeah, that's what I have the problem with.
0: But to me, it should be it should be rolled out everywhere, you know. And I know there's this whole thing of oh you can get I suppose there's an overuse of here and oh exercise fixes everything. And oh yeah. People think maybe nature is the same thing. It's not. Mm-hmm. You know, when I used to go to the shore, I would sit there, whether it was ten minutes or an hour, I would make myself sit there. And even to hear noises like I would never heard a tree before. I'd mm-hmm. seen them, but I'd never heard one. And to hear the noises from trees and the branches moving, and you just hear the—it's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, the kind of creaky noise. I yeah, it's I know a what natural synchronicity. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, that was a huge word for me at this sort of <laughs> <laughs> after a long day, but um, it is—it's phenomenal. Like absolutely phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree at all. I think nature, um, and spending time in nature, and like you said, in a green area. Um, I suppose I want to put across the point that I'm totally for that I love that I just don't like the word prescribing I don't think you know anybody should be prescribed anything You're, do you know what I mean anything like that That's that's a free resource that is there for you when you are ready and able to feel like you can use it but I don't think a doctor should force you to do so like there might be someone who's feeling really anxious about being outside and they might just be in a really bad place and not actually physically able to leave the house right now, and then your doctor is saying, right, well, I'm prescribing that you spend two
0: hours in the outdoors. Like, that could be really, really difficult for somebody. Well, yeah, like, I totally agree with you. They need to meet people where they're at. But, But I mean, mean, if you have a hip replacement... Yeah. ...you're going to be prescribed physio. Yeah. That's where I'm coming from. Okay. Alongside your medication. I can see you smiling now because it's resonating. You know, why is it different when it's mental health?
1: Yeah. I'm smiling because what you're saying is making sense. It's just I don't think I'm still fully comfortable with the word prescribing. I don't think we should be putting all these wonderful things into... Like, oh, you know, I'm just here because my doctor prescribed me to go for a walk. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you feel able to go for a walk, you go. Nobody should prescribe you the freedom to go for a walk. Or the freedom to say, you know what, I'm not actually able now. Right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if, if I was in that place and the doctor said, right... I'm prescribing you spend time in nature that's very different than the doctor saying to me well have you tried spending time in nature I think that might really benefit you mm-hmm. that's a totally different kind of thing yeah, maybe no, I'm yeah.
0: wrong I don't know I just wouldn't be comfortable with the word will you go out and try that for one hour? absolutely because there's I no better woman yeah. to give us a good honest review of okay that was to me now that was crap I'd have been better off sitting down eating popcorn on the couch yeah. or you could come back and say I'm going for two hours next week lads that was great mm-hmm. just give us an honest review I you? will yeah no I love the outdoors anyway and
1: I used to be really kind of into bushcraft and all that kind of stuff anyway I used to really read a lot about it and stuff um, so I love it anyway but I will definitely go out and I will give you you know I will the Bear grills version oh, is that what we're looking yes. for
0: because bushcraft I'm going Bear there. yeah i you find a Kit cat under a rock and say here's one I made earlier
1: well a Kit cat would
0: be <laughs> would be a luxury considering
1: Bear grills. I mean every single episode let's be, is there a need Every episode to drink his own urine.
0: I saw uh, totally off point, but I okay. think I read somewhere today that he ate the number two excretion off of a different type of an animal in the last oh couple of days. God. I'm not sure. I must find out as well for next week Do. what that animal was. But perf you know, for me wouldn't be. That's gross. My day now. Yeah. I lick a fungus off a rock to keep myself alive <laughs> before I be going for excrement. <laughs> But uh, just to finish off that bit, I suppose, um, the GPs are tying in with the in the UK. Let's say with the Wildlife Trust scheme, and they have 139 volunteers that they've been working with, and these particular volunteers would have low mood, low self esteem, and they monitored them over 12 weeks, and they've doing things like craft, being out in nature, hands on. I'd imagine it's kind of a combination between the men's shed type idea and maybe social farming, a bit of both. And they're finding remarkable results. Well, that's class. That sounds class. If it is like what you're saying, a mixture between
1: those two things, social farming and men's shed, those two initiatives are absolutely fantastic anyway. So I can't imagine the results they'd get if they actually merged in some yeah. way for a
0: project. That'd be amazing. Bloody class. Like. And I suppose before we go off this topic, there was something that was quite controversial, one would say. Uh, on mental health hour the other night to twitter hour and in sweden they've basically come up with sending people into these tiny glass cabins right that they reckon can cure anxiety yeah now just to give our listeners a little bit of a visual of what we're talking about here okay we're talking about a glass butter box in the (laughs) middle of a forest okay so from where i'm sitting there's 3500 bears in sweden is that a real fact I Googled that okay, because right. I was trying to be there, you know? Yeah. Um all sides are glass except for say the front and the back, they're timber. You're up off the ground, right? So that there's mm-hmm. no mark of man on the land. AKA There's no trace of you when you go yeah, missing yeah, the leave, by a bear. Okay. Do you get me? Right, okay. But I yeah. think
1: leave no trace. I think what you're referring to is leave no trace. And I think that was made by hikers and stuff who are basically saying don't leave your rubbish after you. Leave the landscape as nice as you found it so the next visitors can come and experience it. I don't think
0: what Leave No Trace <laughs> means is you're going to be eaten by a bear and never again seen. I'm just saying, and I'll be <laughs> honest, we put this out to the tweeters because I was saying, okay, who, who's, who's down with this? Who would try it? And Do you think it would work? Now, we'll repeat once more, 72 hours. Mm-hmm. My days is that? Three, is it? I'm not good at maths. Yeah, three. So, <laughs> you're three days, right? You've no kitchen, you have no Wi-Fi. just one bed inside in this little butter box. Okay? Yeah. Now, that sounds lovely to me. If, like David Blaine, you're in the middle of a town square. Okay? And it was soundproofed. So you could people watch. Or maybe, okay, if, if I knew there was like, maybe security around the perimeter and I was like, there was no possibility of a threat to me. That to me terrifies me. Now, Anika Sparling, I know you mentioned her a while ago. Mm-hmm. She's a regular tweeter. She said, I'd go in a heartbeat. Okay. Right it's just so, such different opinions db psychology services i think i'd have to give that one a thought definitely yeah i'll be giving that more than one thought db to be honest with you annie belasco yes what could make what could make me more <laughs> feel more stressed and claustrophobic <laughs> yeah. as anyone that suffers with claustrophobia could you imagine if the heat <laughs> yeah um and then uh at arthritis fighter not sure the small size and isolation would help so there's conf- conflict there there's- there is you know, just foreign against it.
1: What do you think? Would it work for you if if you were? Yeah, do you know what? When when I first read it, um, and when you first told me about it, and we put it out to the readers, I was like, oh no, I don't think so. But the more I'm thinking about it, I think I really would enjoy it. If, and I know in the outdoors you're not guaranteed anything, but if there was some sort of failsafe or some protection against obviously bears, if you're telling me that there's <laughs> three and a half thousand bears. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to put myself in that position but when you see it now, and I mean Sweden is an absolutely gorgeous place and I think they have the law there freedom to roam I know Norway has I think Sweden Sweden does as well Um, where not like in Ireland if you say you want to go for a walk and you see this lovely landscape view and you go through a field or two you're actually trespassing it's against the law to do that um, over there they have this freedom to roam law which means if you see something you like you are more than welcome to go and walk around and kind of have a look um, I do like the outdoors I think I would try it especially can you imagine for photographers and stuff looking up at the night sky like that I think it would be absolutely amazing
0: definitely yeah definitely I can imagine that but I suppose there is just that fear as well absolutely, you know, for me yeah um, but I mean, look, that's not everybody. But I just wanted to throw that in today because I just think it's a very interesting one. Um, yeah. And definitely if you want to look it up and even go onto Twitter and look up Sweden, Glass House, Anxiety, you, it'll come up straight away. Yeah, if you
1: look up the 72-hour cabin, um, that's what they're calling it online. And you can see who's going in as well, just to touch on it briefly, is that what they're doing is they're putting people with really stressful jobs in there. So it's not just me or you that can go. You right. know, it's a, it's an actual experiment. It's not just let's make a glass cabin and put people in there for 72 hours. They're actually going to monitor these people and they're going to try and measure their stress levels when they come out. So they've chosen, um, there's a German police officer, she's going in. There's um, a taxi driver from Paris and there's a journalist from England and all these things. So people with really high pressure jobs and they're going to measure how they feel when they come out. So I think I'm going to read it. I'm going to try and follow the study um, and see because I'd be really interested to know. And is there a text number that we can vote him out? <laughs> You'd imagine so. It has all the kind of, <laughs> it does have all those kind of signs leading to it, but no.
0: It just seems like something from Big Brother. It does. Doesn't it? Does, it it yeah. really does. Uh, but it's something we must try and follow because I think it would be very, very interesting to I see. think it will teach teach us a lot. I think there's a lot of learning to it. And plus my dad owns a farm. I could totally get a butter box and stick it in there.
1: Yeah. I don't know what I like No, a Bears. Farm. <laughs> yeah, but you you know if you're like falling asleep under the night stars and you're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And next thing you hear a cow going, moo, mmm, in the background, you know, <laughs> I'd freak out. I would actually freak. But the bear didn't scare you? Well, you see, you won't hear a bear coming. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm audio obsessed. So if I hear something, I'm going to freak out. So if I hear the bear coming, that's 10 minutes of freak out time that I mightn't actually have to go through if the bear just sneaks up on me. If he sneaks up on me, grand, look, I didn't see it coming. It's grand. If I have to wait to be mauled by a bear and know that that's the outcome,
0: the worst ten minutes of my life. As I think we're gonna have to leave it there on that topic okay. because we could talk yeah, about this for could. you know, and the poor listeners don't need to endure that kind of listening. Yeah. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, statistics I came across during the week, and I don't know if it's more I suppose specific to Ireland at the moment, but I know he's trying to branch out into New York and stuff. Taxi Watch, mm-hmm. um, Derek Devoy, and he's a lad that's actually followed us from the very start as well he through his own experience in 2014 he has set up basically it's called taxi watch right and what they do is he himself he went through depression after an injury and when he went back to work he was driving and he came across someone suicidal um and it was near a waterway so he stopped and was talking to them and managed to get them into the car realized then there was no help available yeah so what he then did was he went on and got safe talk training Mm-hmm. consequently went on and got assist training and looked into okay how can we get this going can we get all taxi drivers trained so there are three years now right in operation 197 lives amazing saved. amazing isn't that phenomenal yeah it is it's absolutely
1: amazing and just to say i suppose with the work that we do outside of mental health hour and that um i've spoken to derek quite a lot um through different i suppose our organizations are similar and he's such a lovely 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 guy um, and he's always willing to help out anything got to do with suicide prevention he's so passionate about it mm, definitely that, yeah. I mean you know I've asked him questions before I've been oh I'm not sure about this what do you think and he'll always come back and say yeah this way and likewise um, and that's that's really unique to find in a person that's so open like that um, about sharing their skills and their knowledge and, and he's just a really lovely guy
0: definitely and I suppose what was inspiring from where I was sitting is I was the fact that he didn't just go about doing it in Kilkenny you mm-hmm. know Um, it's also in Ennis Waterford and Clonmel amazing you know yeah. and the last time we spoke to him he was going to America to try and get this yeah. thing going I mean talk about goals you know and it's practical it's okay we're on duty anyway we're passing all these areas Yeah, you know and it's just it's just it's, it's bloody brilliant and then what they've done is they've done a documentary right a short film actually yes. sorry film called Trolline yeah, that has gotten five awards yeah now two of them are from Russia and Sweden
1: that's amazing that's, that's really amazing and do you know what I actually haven't been able to sit down and actually watch it yet but I've seen the reaction to it on Twitter it is constantly if you're looking for it or you want to know more about it just search in on Twitter throw line or taxi watch mm-hmm. and you'll see it straight away He's, Derek is very good at sharing the link for it and stuff so it'll come up straight away and do give it a watch because if it's getting that many awards it's something worth watching
0: it's starting conversations
1: absolutely you know
0: and it's it's anyone you know he's a very open guy if you have any questions just go straight to him and it's just something i really wanted to talk about today because it's very relevant absolutely you know a man going about his daily routine if we all thought about that there's no reason we can't implement that kind of thing in our line of work or in our everyday activities or you know even to know when we're going out for a walk what to look out for totally um so that's kind of what I want to say on that then the other two well one thing slash two I want to mention Pieta House have opened in the last kind of two weeks in both Letterkenny and Donegal and Athlone they've opened two more centres I saw pictures of it on Twitter it looks amazing yeah isn't it brilliant yeah it's fantastic so there's loads of positives happening now I know they're very relevant to Ireland at the moment Mm -hmm. um, and we have lots of UK listeners and from different places so um, you'll have to forgive us for that but I just had to throw that in absolutely yeah it's definitely worth it's worth knowing about
1: um, yeah so any platform we can give to to let people know that they're there is always a good thing
0: definitely definitely um, St. Patrick's right they're after bringing out launching statistics on a survey they've done Okay. now this isn't as upbeat right, right. I don't want to scare but I'm going to probably scare a lot of you. Um, and they've surveyed their service users okay right so these have come out just ahead of um, Suicide Prevention Day they came out and the statistics actually shocked me okay Four percent of the people interviewed would not trust someone who experienced postnatal depression babysitting. You see, that's that's scary. That that's, terrifies
1: me. That is scary. I mean, has any, let's just be clear on the wording of it. Has experienced. So that would say in the past. So even if it was in the present, but let's just stick to the past. Let's just raise this point. If I have a child and I say, Katrina, I need to pop into town um i know you for a long time would you mind watching the kids Mm. and you say yeah of course no problem i'm not going to say well i need to know now have you experienced postnatal depression in the past firstly it's none of my business secondly if something is in the past and somebody has recovered from it why are we stigmatizing what they do and what they should be Mm. allowed to do and like what What gives me the right to say Well you shouldn't be allowed to babysit Just because you've experienced something And gone through something very real
0: Yeah Why? and uh, I suppose the title of the survey Is um, or the title of the article Was mental health survey reveals Extent and effects of stigma Like okay. if, if someone breaks their leg You're not going to stop them running a running club are absolutely you absolutely not you're not going to stop them it makes absolutely no sense to me if anything else people Excuse are more me. in touch with their feelings after they've had to rebuild themselves absolutely from bottom up, couldn't you agree know more um but it's not just post postnatal depression 19 percent said they would not be comfortable living next door to someone with bipolar disorder
1: i mean why like that to me
0: is a lack of education absolutely you it know? has to be an ignorance and thing it was it was a slice of 500 adults that this survey was done on Okay, so that's a fairly good number to kind of to go yeah. off its it's quantitative anyway. It's um,
1: scary.
0: It's, it's terrifying. 23% would not willingly marry someone previously hospitalized with depression. You see this one now. This one is absolutely, this one really, really gets to me. If you
1: go out and you meet someone wherever you're going, I don't know, to a pub, let's say, and you meet the love of your life and it's love at first sight and it's all great mm-hmm. and you really fall for this person. And a few months down the line, or maybe a year later, they disclose to you, yeah, I went through a really bad patch one time, um, and I ended up in hospital, but now I'm completely better. Are you telling me that 23% of people would say, oh, sorry, I know I loved you and all, but no way. That's one in five, like... That's craziness. I mean, mm. uh, I wouldn't have even thought that that was realistic, but if it's there, it's there. It's obviously real that just shocks me because I never would have it's very very
0: sad and you know the only way that we're going to actually ever change this is individually if we hear someone saying something that might imply something like this challenge it absolutely you know give them your point of view I'm not saying Roar or out of them I'm just saying give them your point of view you know every bit of new knowledge that we get has has the, the opportunity to change our perception and I think that's what needs to happen conversations need to start they know at the end of the day if you start a conversation about mental health that never happens they could come to you absolutely and
1: that's what it's what it's all about I suppose any conversation that you have regarding mental health yeah it's good to talk things through and it's good to break some stigma down and to challenge people's perceptions and and people's kind of prejudgments as well Mm -hmm. but it's also so important to have those conversations because it does leave the door open it does leave that channel of communication open so like if if you're talking to a friend you do have a conversation about mental health the likelihood that when they're actually going oh maybe I am feeling I'm feeling down and it's over a long period of time maybe this is actually something I can guarantee you you'll get a text from that person and they'll say look do you remember you had that conversation we had that conversation mm-hmm. I just wanted to run something past you I wanted to let you know absolutely keep all
0: channels of communication open completely I couldn't have said it better myself it's very very important Um, And I suppose in regard to where people would turn for help, 39% would turn to a family member, 48% said that they would turn to a significant other, and 81% said they go to their GP or their doctor. 81%. Mm. That's. I thought that would be a lot lower. I didn't. I knew because we did a survey before for the organisation we're in, and a lot of people are very, very friendly with their GP, and they find them more than the GP you know they find them extremely personal and they can actually have a good conversation with them and at the end of the day they're the key holders in the community oh absolutely you know the
1: gatekeepers um, and the
0: gatekeepers yeah yeah and i mean
1: that that shocks me but
0: shocks me in a really nice way
1: Mm -hmm. like when i'm used to hearing these statistics like the ones you just went over i'm used kind of my reaction is i get a little bit angry i get like Mm. what are you doing like why are you being this way or whatever so i'm not used to being shocked by statistics in a good way so that's a really nice feeling
0: so yeah but like it. as we're going through all this now right we're what a few days away from mental health week mm-hmm. the amount of organizations running events kilkenny cork limerick tipperary yeah it's multiplying every year and i'm talking now when i say events i'm not talking two or three i've seen them yeah i'm talking to a four pages worth it's of events fantastic and that's all challenging stigma. Yeah. You know, there's organisations out there. I'm not going to even name one because I'm going to leave someone out. Yeah. But the work they're doing, and there's advocates within those organisations regularly on our Twitter, and they're not. They're living and they're breeding, challenging the stigma. And yeah. I just think it's it's absolutely fantastic. There is one that I kind of want to mention, and I know we said we wouldn't
1: because we don't want to leave people out. But it's just from experience I want to mention it. Um, ICAS, thats the Irish College of applied psychotherapy nope. How Did you get no for pulling out oh, no, you prep yeah. prep that
0: one i didn't prep it like it just came into my head. Irish college of humanities and science that's the one thank you i wanted to watch you sweat my knife in shining armor <laughs> yeah. yeah but they have a
1: talk um by Finbar chambers i'm not sure of the date if you keep an eye on our twitter we'll um, we'll tweet it out but he does a talk on emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and i went to that talk last year and i know you went i took away Huge information and learning from that and that's on again this year
0: yeah yeah but there's a huge range there is no matter where you are if you're under a rock in the middle of a field there's pretty i'm pretty sure there's an event happening in that field you know what i mean so don't be shy um we've only a couple of minutes left now so i want to touch on this very fast (laughs) just something i came on and you're laughing because i never shut up no no that was
1: a really like i'm surprised you didn't trip yourself up there because that was a really fast sentence with a lot of words and if i tried to do that make a holy show of myself. So I'm I'm, I'm impressed. I did my Sheldon vocal
0: test before I started, you see. Nice. Yeah, I did. So there was an examiner article today, Ireland on track to be the global leader in youth mental health by 2027. Don't choke on the drink now, Kayla. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Didn't see that coming.
0: No. It's brilliant to hear it. What's happened is Jigsaw have showed that their unique early intervention is working. Well, I am not surprised at all to hear
1: that Jigsaw lads, if you haven't heard of them, look them up. They're on Twitter as well. They're on Facebook and they have their own website online. Um, do you know what kind of surprises me? Well, it doesn't really, but Ireland as a country, we're either so far ahead of the game and we're like pioneers in certain things, and then you look at other things in Irish society and you're like, lads, really? Are we still living in the 20s? You know, so it's such a funny country, and that we live in such a funny Mm. country, um, that we can be pioneers and live in the stone age at the same time. But that's that's great news, that's fantastic. Oh, it's unbelievable,
0: and some of the most common, um, I suppose reasons people attend the service are anxiety low mood stress anger and sleep difficulties and 74% of 17 to 25 year olds a lot of statistics here Mm -hmm. and 56% of 12 to 16 year olds improved with these interventions that's amazing yeah um so and that their whole I suppose ethos is that they get tangible support before acquiring formal men- mental health diagnosis yeah
1: which is so important so important I mean intervention early intervention is key in not just mental health but in everything absolutely prevention. everything Um, and like you say yeah prevention it's better than cure and we are a reactive nation usually and we're going around fighting fires hoping that another one won't light down the road so that that's really absolutely fantastic to hear
0: yeah, I just thought I'd throw it in there, you know. Yeah. Um, time's almost up, but I suppose from my own point of view, I want to thank everyone that takes time to listen to us yeah. to um, support Kayla in hitting the, the footpaths and the fields over the next week there <laughs> for her hour. Yeah, no, I will do it and I'm looking forward to doing it, actually. I haven't been outside like that presently in a long time, so I'm I, looking forward to I'm it. I'm thinking I'm going to give you something to do every week and okay. you should come back and let us know how it's gone. So I'm going to be like your, your guinea pig? pretty much do you know what I'm actually cool with that are you sure yeah I'm cool with that let's let's go for it
1: let's see um, but now if people start texting in I was just or gonna emailing <laughs> in some mad stuff like lads I'm a really sound individual don't go haywire on me now haywire yeah don't don't go too, too much like because I will refuse to do it <laughs> um just to touch up on what katrina said yeah thanks a million to everybody that's listening um we now have our podcast over on itunes as well so if you like the podcast if you enjoy it subscribe and review it it really helps us it brings us up on the itunes and it makes it easier for other people to find us um and our soundcloud link is always up on our
0: twitter as well Wow, that was a lot. Don't forget the website. That's all I want to say. I don't yeah. know very much about the iTunes side of it, lads. I won't yeah. lie. But the website, I don't think you said it, did you? No,
1: the website it's, yeah. it's www.mentalhealthhour.com. And as always, any questions, comments or topics you want discussed, you can get me on Kayla at mentalhealthhour.com. Katrina is Katrina at mentalhealthhour.com. Um, my Twitter handle is at Kayla underscore Cooley and Katrina's is at Katrina underscore Mac you're
0: trying to give people a headache I know until next week guys have a fantastic week and we'll talk to you soon thanks bye thanks for listening
1: bye